It's us. Cheers. 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 Welcome. I'm Meg. Oh. And I'm Amy. And welcome. And welcome <laughs> back to having a vodka. Mm-hmm. Here we are again. You know what? What? This isn't the unrelated thing I was just about to <laughs> bring up, but it's also unrelated to the topic at hand. Mm-hmm. Next week will be like our one year anniversary. I know. I don't know what is we're it doing. next week. Well, technically, it's like in two days. Like, if you want to do like the actual calendar oh, it's like, day, it's like two days. So, but I figured next week we can just post something together, you know. But yeah, <laughs> as we do every week, <laughs> it's just crazy. It's well, yes, that's so true. Uh, Malcolm, oh, happy one year anniversary to having a vodka. I know. We should really have a celebration. We will. Okay. Um, but anyway, we're back again. Um, I did just like literally right before we hit record, I said to Amy, I was like, I want to start off this episode with like a unrelated open discussion, uh, to the topic that this is going to be, because I need to hear your like unbridled thoughts Mm -hmm. about, um, how people are saying now after, uh, the Ariana Grande stuff, how the wife of Ethan Slater said that she's not a girl's girl. I need to hear all of your thoughts about oh. it. Um, I think that... Because you're like the We Ariana. don't know the whole story, and I think that, if anything, Taylor has taught me not to shame other girls. Well, 100%. And that's where I'm at with that. Okay. All right. Cool. I've just seen... It's like all over my TikTok yeah. is like... I now people that, are coming out with, like, think pieces about how she's, like, stolen, quote-unquote, stolen every boyfriend that she's had from somebody else. Well, like, I no think. no ex has really said that, and yeah. I just, I don't know. When I look, I just, it's, like, I mean, obviously I don't really agree with stealing men, and I'm not, like, pro it, but I'm, I'm just kind of, like, Taylor taught me not to judge. I, I know. don't know the whole story, and I can't slut shame her. I don't think she even has like. I, and I, who even knows if she's really with this? There's. Like, I know. I don't know. That's what, what I was just thinking. Like really, six months from now, she's gonna be like, I was never with that nerd. <laughs> not yeah. that he's a nerd. And he, I, you know what I mean. But like, she's Ariana Grande. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I don't know. And he's the one with the, the time. He's the one with the baby. Exactly. I don't know. Okay. So it's all over my TikTok, or like I know. people well, are. Well, making, I feel like people are really coming so out and being like, so, like they are just like, here's a chance to attack a girl. So I see yeah. that too a little bit, and I'm like, let's get some facts, okay? Yeah. And let's hear, let's hear from the woman who were hurt. Yes. Well, that's but that's and then what really the whole internet is saying out. is that like that's the quote from the the wife. But I would say something like that too if I was hurt. You know, and just wanted everybody in the situation to, like, also hurt. I don't even Does know if I would sense? say that. I would just be like, this fucking bitch. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know if I would say that. But, like, <laughs> but I have bitch. no idea. I, like, don't really get it. And I don't know. And I just don't want to jump on I the slut-shaming bandwagon. I just want to see Wicked. Whatever it is, I've never yeah. even seen Wicked. I just want to see the cinematic release of Wicked. Yeah. What role is he even playing in Wicked? I don't know. I have no idea. I've never heard of him. I have no idea what's happening. He's SpongeBob. (laughs) I don't know. All right, cool. I just wanted to. He sounds like a loser. (laughs) Honestly, that's my take on this situation. He sounds like a creep. (laughs) You have a 10 year relationship and an infant child, and you fuck all that up. For your one brush of fame, that's yeah, fucking pathetic. I I have no idea. I don't know the whole story, you know. So. I don't think we will for a long time, but I wanted to hear your thoughts because I'm not, I know you're an Ari stan. I'm, I like her. I'm not like plugged in that no, much. Yeah. I don't really even like, I honestly people. like haven't even wanted to talk about it because I just don't, I like just don't want to jump on the slut shaming bandwagon. Amazing. Because I feel like you could also dive into Taylor's history and say the same shit about her. Oh. Right? But like, is it wrong? Like, and I mean, no, people have. That's a, that's it's a like, good compar- because I feel everybody like everybody has a past. Everybody came from, if you weren't, if you weren't in a 10 year relationship, which I know you have been in and this person has been in, not saying that it makes it okay, but everybody has some kind of like past, like everybody has an yes. ex. So it's, I did see one interview with Naira Bear where they like tried to tell her, Thank like, you. did Ari steal like your man? And she's like, no. She's like, nope, they waited until we broke up, and that is just, like, their choice, and whatever. And she's, yeah. That's life. R.I.P. Naria. I know. Okay. 
Well, I just wanted to hear your thoughts because I figured you would know more than me and I've just been seeing like accusatory. No, it's just all of, of that crap. I don't know anything more because all of it's just coming from people who yeah. don't, you know. The toxic gossip training. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> you know, the cancel culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's not what we came here to talk about at all. Um, but guys, again, Malcolm is here. If you hear him scratching, I cannot be held accountable, okay? He's his own thing. He's his own man. He does his own thing. Um, as I brought up last week, which thank you again, everybody, for your thoughts on Barbie. Um, the whole plot overall of Barbie, I saw a lot of plugs, how it can be plugged into and a, a great example of the hero's journey. So we're doing a not terribly deep, deep dive on the hero's journey. I'm really just going to go over what it is and like examples of it mm. yeah guys and if you haven't streamed bar one go see barbie two yes. go stream our last episode we did a barbie deep dive and we touched upon mm -hmm. the hero's journey conversation yeah so this is like our deeper dive of that but yeah. not a deep di it's what we call a medium swim <laughs> <laughs> you know a brisk uh, uh swim through an olympic pool if yeah. you will and then shake off after um so uh, that's what I wanted to focus on this week. We haven't really traded off back and forth topics like all summer because I feel like we've just had a very chaotic summer and we've always wanted to do the same topic, mm -hmm. like pretty much, um, or whatever. But I found a really great uh, article. It's from Hannah Yang and it is entitled A Deep Dive into Joseph Campbell's A Hero's Journey. So somebody else dove deep for us, basically. Love it. And I skimmed the article and pulled out important, like, quotes to basically contextualize what the hero's journey is and how it is a very common thing. Like, he didn't, he came up with the term and he identified basically all the, he put names to all of the points of the hero's journey. But it's something that we've been using as, like, a species in storytelling for as long as we've been telling stories, mm -hmm. which I think is fascinating. Yeah. So Hannah Yang, deep dive into Joseph Campbell's hero's journey. This is a quote from her, and she defines the hero's journey as an archetypal, archetypal narrative structure found in stories from cultures all over the world. Because it's such a universal narrative structure, the hero's journey is also known as the monomyth, the single great story with many variations. So there's like defined you know, plot points, for lack of a better term, throughout a lot of, like, the very popular stories that we like to tell, even now, like, through, like, cinema. Yeah. It's, like, very defined through cinema. Um, na like, narratives, like, books, any sort of prose, plays, like, what have it, like, mm -hmm. what have you, it's there, pretty much. Not with every story, but with, like, a lot of, like, the, I didn't write this down, but, like, I see it in a lot of, like, supernatural stories. Like, stories where, like, I'll get into the whole big list that I compiled, um, both from, like, lists that I saw when Googling this stuff, and then also, like, things that I, like, kept remembering. Like, movies that I've said, oh, great example of the hero's journey, because mm -hmm. whenever we watch a movie, that's, like, where your brain goes. I either say, oh, this is a great example of the hero's journey, or... This is the third act. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> that's basically all I say. And that's all that matters movies. most of the time. Um, so true. Um, and like, I don't know. I've always found this very fascinating. I took in college, one of my favorite classes ever was Myth and Symbol. And that's where I read uh, The Hero with a Thousand Faces, which is by Joseph Campbell, which goes into this whole, you know, thing. Um, and I loved that. I've always loved like mythology and shit, but like it goes beyond just mythology. And when you when you think mythology, you think like Greek and Roman mythology, right? But mythology is actually really all the stories that people have told culturally for mm -hmm. as long as we've been speaking. Yeah. At the end of the day, so I find that very fascinating. That was when I kind of discovered this, and I had to, we had to do a whole like unit on it, which like you guys know me. Not a big school person, but like this was the <laughs> this was the best time. But I you're had. a big hero's journey person. I'm a big like you a know, mythology person. I'm a big narrative girly brain. Yeah, <laughs> not a big brain, but a big narrative brain. Um, so I just think it's really interesting 
going back to it being the monomyth, like the one thing, the one like actual, like the, anybody who's a math person, this is my algebra. Mm-hmm. It, it is <laughs> This is my <laughs> I feel like no one listening, like, <laughs> is you know, I just, no engineers are listening yeah. to this podcast. I mean, honestly, like, let us know if you are. <laughs> yeah, right in. Um, but, like, this is, like, what makes the most sense to me. And this is, like, so easily... Like, you can plug characters into this exact equation, and it will poop out whatever story. Like, it will poop out Star Wars, Mm -hmm. basically. So, um, the term, Hero's Journey, was coined by Joseph Campbell, an American writer and editor, who was fascinated by myths from various cultures and literary traditions. This is, again, from Hannah Yang. Um, He noticed that many heroic stories follow the same narrative stages, no matter which culture or time period they come from. So Joseph Campbell became, began noticing parallels between stories from the Christian Bible and stories from Native American religions, which made him wonder whether other mythologies might also have those commonalities. I read in this article that I'm quoting from that he, when he was a kid, um, would go to like Native American museums and like really studied again the stories that they told and like oh that's so interesting like what they deemed as like religion and everything and like basically I don't remember which one it was of course I didn't write it down wherever he was from he went to that region's Native American museum and like really was fascinated by it and then he ended up going to school I think for English literature and he I want to say no the book was published in 1949 he was not he was born in the early 20th century and I'm just assuming that they all studied Christianity. Like, I don't know. I have no idea. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so he was comparing those two. And that kind of opened a door for him. He read and analyzed classic religious and mythological texts, such as those of the Buddha. The Buddha. You know him. Um, the big Buddha. Moses, Muhammad, Jesus, and countless others. Over time, he became convinced that mythologies worldwide have many similarities and that they shared a universal narrative backbone, a.k.a. that monomyth that I mentioned. Um, So he became also very interested in uh, Sigmund Freud and, is it Charles Jung? Right? I I just wrote down their last name. You're asking the wrong girl. I just wrote down their last name. I'm the algebra brain. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what kind of brain I am. Um, I think it's, oh, it's Carl Jung. Yeah, it's Carl Jung. Okay can't believe I didn't write that down. I just I thought you were the way you were asking me. I thought you were asking me like how to pronounce it. And then when you just said <laughs> Charles Young, I was like, I bet that's right. <laughs> well, so it's the psycho or the I think he's a psychologist or whatever. The like one of the fathers of modern American psychology, Carl Young, but it's oh, spelled yeah. his last name is spelled J U N G. All of my professors always said Young, but maybe it's Jung, don't know. I didn't. I only took psychology in high school. Psychologists, write in. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> we have a really um, vast <laughs> yeah. listenership. We have yeah. mathematicians. We have astronauts. <laughs> it's oh a God. whole time. <laughs> Novelists. I bet the aliens will love our podcast. <laughs> I bet this is all they listen to. Honestly, probably. Oh, I was like, the fuck is that sound? Malcolm, <laughs> it's Malcolm, Malcolm was like sitting out the door, staring out, and I felt like he was like protect- protecting us. I love my guard cat. Um, where was I? Okay, so he particularly became very fascinated with Carl Jung, (laughs) slash Jung, um, and his Hero with a Thousand Faces and the Hero's Journey in general has a lot of similarities to Jung's theory of death and rebirth. I did not write anything down about that. I will have to do more research on death and rebirth, but... What is... Do you know what the theory is? Nope. Okay. It wasn't linked in the article. It's definitely so like you die. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely Me. like you die. Should I analyze? And it? then you're reborn. <laughs> just, um, just cite Amy's brain. <laughs> you know I, that psychology of when you die. <laughs> it seems pretty like straightforward. I think like. Does anyone just think about death? <laughs> oh my god! See another connection to Barbie. Maybe this. Maybe Barbie is just like. Barbie is so much bigger than me. I feel like it's gonna be like. Remember in, like, the month of, like, May and June when we wouldn't stop talking about Taylor Swift? And now it's just, like, just bar- everything's a everything's Barbie quote. Barbie. It's the summer of girlhood, the summer guys. summer of girlhood. I love it. Um, 
so here from there I'm gonna one day guys I'll do a deep dive shallow dive medium dive on <laughs> they're like, Carl Young they're like what even are your dives uh, they're they're cannonballs <laughs> um the first act is the call to action or the departure mm-hmm. so that's when you see the hero basically get called to action mm-hmm. and depart <laughs> It makes sense. I think that it makes sense if you think of like Hercules. Well, yes, I'm going to I'm going to go through a whole list of, you know, movies. That's like the one things. movie that comes to mind. I think when I learned about Hero's Journey, I was like that's the one that makes sense. But then my brain isn't really smart enough to like associate that with like other things. Mm-hmm. Like a scientific like circle. <laughs> yeah. <what> this is. <laughs> like I like the really really obvious ones. Yeah. <laughs> But Hercules is a really good example. Like, there was the call to action where he, like, goes to Zeus. And he's like, what's my purpose? And he's and Zeus is like, son! Also, guys, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Hercules. Oh, my God. Well, get on that. It's been out for, like, 25 years. And it's the best Disney movie. <laughs> I love it. Um, so that's the call to action is basically a departure from, like, their old life. Um, and they are called to something basically bigger than themselves. But, like, what they're meant for most mm-hmm. of the time. Um, a lot of times, and I'll get into this in a couple minutes, but a lot of times the hero will deny the first call to action and be like, no, I can't, I can't possibly. Um, (laughs) not me feeling like that's me always. (laughs) And and that kind of leads into the second act, which is the supreme ordeal or initiation. And that's like when they're really pushed into like the rest of the story, like you have to go, you have to defeat Hades mm-hmm. like still using Hercules as an example um oh actually there's four acts and I'm an idiot um the third act is unification I think I have more on that I didn't write anything else down in that bullet point so we'll see um unification I'm guessing that's referring to like when the hero either meets his like other t- and it can obviously be a woman it's not I'm using his it's just like I don't know I guess I'm feeding into the toxic yeah. Should we just call it a girl from now on? Sure. When Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Barbie. I don't know. I mean. Finds Gloria. When, like, you know, and, like. It, our hero's journey is just. Barbie. Is just emphasizing girlhood. I love that. Um, Basically, unification could be, like, when the hero finds their team. And, like, this will be the people who help them reach the goal of the story. Like and that, Phil. Yes, like Philatides. Yes. So true. And like Pegasus and Megara. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Um, the fourth act is freedom to live, which means basically going back to the beginning, and this can be the return, um, which all of these stories basically have a return, whether it be to their normal life or like going back to whatever they started out as, like more enlightened or like getting some sort of like prize and bringing bringing something back to their people or it could even be like death it could Mm -hmm. be a return could be dying um so yeah i'm gonna kind of dive into now all of them they all have specific things um so the call to the call to action is oftentimes the hook of the story this is often involved involving what sets the character apart the main character the hero apart whether that may be like powers or being an outcast and a loser, which often happens at the beginning of these stories. Like, again, using Hercules, that was a great example to bring up. Thank you so much. But, like, think about him in the beginning. Like, when he is with his, like, adopted father and he's, like, this scrawny little man causing problems. Like, that's... <laughs> As men do. Yes, exactly. But he's, like, kind of ruining the entire town and, like, throwing the donkey up in the air mm-hmm. by accident. Like, he's... Kind of a, and like all of like the, the um, statues fall or whatever. Yeah, he's like I a harbinger of chaos, but it's not like because he's trying to, he's just kind of clumsy and, and weird. And he has mega strength. And he yes, exactly. And that's what sets him apart. Um somehow they're like marginalized or just like different from other people. They don't know why and they are kind of lost and that makes it for a perfect hero, basically. Um the second thing that the call to action often has is where the hero will meet the mentor. So this is often someone supernatural or it can be a spiritual aid. Think Gandalf mm-hmm. um, in Hercules 
It's Zeus. Yeah. And Phil. Phil. It's mostly Phil. Um, I think of Phil. Yeah. I'm thinking of, like, when he goes to the, the Temple of Zeus, and, like, that's the scene I'm thinking of. I'm thinking right. of when he jumps through the fires, the rings oh. of fires. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it's With just Phil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh, we should watch Hercules. This um, is, like, my second time talking about this movie. I don't really know why. I'm just, I'm just trying to bring it up. I feel like that's a good transition between summer and, like, spooky season. Yeah, it's Hercules season. It's Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hercules season. I fucking love that. Um, and then oftentimes in the call to action, you know, first act, this is also where trials and tests begin. Um, I found this really helpful, and we'll post it probably, but, like, it's this very helpful infographic, and it's very wordy, but it is helpful in kind of visualizing if you're not reading or watching a movie what the hero's journey is and so this is where oftentimes like some examples are the whale's belly where you just get stuck in a whale's belly you know when you just get stuck in a whale's belly yeah but like you will find often one big trial in this time where it feels like life or death sorry but like do you remember that story of that guy in massachusetts like maybe three years ago when he claimed that a whale swallowed him like he's like either swimming off the cape or fishing. I never believed that. Well, like, it was weird, and this whale swallowed him and then spit him out, and then he was, like, on the news, and then, Ew. like, yeah, and then they found out that he also, like, he was, like, on another TV show at one point. He was on, like, A Hundred Ways to Die, or, like, yeah, no, he was, like, and then something else crazy happened to him, too, like, ten years prior that was, like, insane. Anyway, that's what I think of when I think of whales. Do you think he was... <laughs> Do you think he's, like, a thrill seeker? Is he just, like... Lying. Or is he lying, or is he prone to accidents? Like, what is Well, it? that was, like, part of the discussion. <laughs> like, when people realized this stuff, like, people were, like... Maybe he's huh. a hero. Yeah, because people... What's he up to now? Because first he was, like, on the news, and then all of a sudden people realized, like, oh, wait a second. And then they were, like, yeah, is he a thrill seeker, or is he prone to accidents? Or, oh like, God. what is happening? Well, when... Oh, that's for another story Sorry. for another thing. No, it's Side okay. Note. No, that's like, but like. Speaking of whales' bellies. <laughs> you guys will see what I mean when we post the infographic I'm talking about because, like, it just says whales' belly. And I know that is a reference to something that, like, isn't Pinocchio, but, like, because that's at the, that's in the third act of Pinocchio. But. I don't really I can't think Pinocchio. about what it is. Okay. Um, this is where the hero will meet enemies and allies. Um, and this is basically where they run into their first obstacles. Like, I'm thinking now of, like, Percy Jackson is a great example of the hero's journey. And again, it's, like, a play on, like, modern Greek mythology. But um, I'm thinking of when he goes to the museum with his classmates and uh, he doesn't know that his spiritual aid is uh, his teacher. And, like, also in the movie, it's played by Pierce Brosnan. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> but and he doesn't know the pen that he has is actually a sword and then he gets like attacked by a greek uh a myth- mythological creature like that's the first act mm-hmm. basically also spoilers for percy jackson but like also that's been out for 14 years so i've never even seen it. it it's good yeah i'm so happy they're making a series because the books are so good and the movie kind of dropped the ball a little bit but it's still good um so the second act is that supreme ordeal, um, and this is where you cross the first threshold. So basically the hero's journey is all about the hero leaving the normal world or their normal life and going into, like, some other world. Mm-hmm. And in Barbie, it's flipped because she's in Barbie land, but that's her normal world, and then she goes into the real world, which mm-hmm. obviously is very foreign to her and very, you know, not what she's used to yeah. and completely full of obstacles. So that's where, you know, she would cross the first threshold is going through her the spaceships and the camper and and the tandem bike and what whatnot. And driving down the pink uh and then rollerblading road. <laughs> yes. Brick road. Exactly. So this is where the hero goes from the ordinary world to the special world, whatever the world may be. Um a lot of these like references that I'm gonna shoot off, like just bear with me and think like the Odyssey, okay? Um, the hero would approach the innermost cave. <laughs> That's what I mean. Um, meeting the shadow self. So they're often faced with some adversity that they 
have been like ignoring mm-hmm. for a really long time that like is self-inflicted or like because of them um i wrote in all caps descent into the abyss that's basically when this happens is like you know a lot of times throughout the hero's journey the hero will face like a moment where like all hope is lost um this isn't like the worst one i think that comes in the third act but this is one of them so there's a descent into the abyss for some reason, in my mind, when I read that, I think of, um, what is it, Pooh's Grand Adventure, where he literally falls into a cave, <laughs> which is a great movie, guys. I love it so much, and it always makes me cry. Um, there's many ordeals, like I said. Um, a lot of times there's an elixir theft, and then a reward when it's returned, Um there's another crossing of uh, a threshold, and this comes with new rules that the hero has to learn and then overcome. It's kind of like, throw away everything you just learned. Here's all the new rules. Often this time, this is the midpoint of the story um, and comes with like a reversal of some kind. Um, there's a, refu- a refusal to return. Like, they don't want to return. Mm-hmm. Like, this is their life now. Whatever. Um... There's a rescue often, but like uh, there's a rescue often of the hero by the allies or sidekicks. So again, maybe they feel like all hope is lost and they can't do anything and they're powerless. Uh, powerless, and the ally will save them. Mm-hmm. Um, think Moana when she's in the like sparkly cave mm-hmm. with the crab. Yeah, I almost said the turtle, but yes, the crab. It's whatever. It's It's a crab. Bioluminescent. He sings shiny. It's a crab. I love that. (laughs) Um, And I'm pretty sure... What the fuck is the demigod's name? Played by The Rock. Anyway, he... The whole... That whole scene is like, he's supposed to be the hero, but he's not. He's actually the (laughs) anti-hero. Yeah. But like, I'm trying to think of his name, but it's like it's like right on the tip of my tongue. Isn't like, it? What is it's it? an island in Hawaii. What is it? What Maui. Is it? Maui. <laughs> I almost said Fiji, which is not in Hawaii. <laughs> oh my god, that great memory. Um, but I'm thinking of that. Like oftentimes, the hero will be rescued. It, whatever. Just watch Moana. You'll know what I mean. Um, <laughs> Spoiler alert for Moana. <laughs> um, from, I love Moana. Me too. Um, from there, a lot of Disney movies follow this template. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of them. Almost all of them. Um, from there, there's an, an ascent or a magical flight, basically out of, like, the darkness. Um, but then, along with that, there's the death of dreams, the black moment, the dark night of the soul. And that comes with realization. It's also kind of when all hope is lost and the... The hero has to be faced again with that like deep dark thing that they don't want to mm-hmm. basically face and, and recognize. Um, and then they cross the third threshold, which is some sort of sacrifice or action where they it's kind of tied to like whatever they didn't want to face. They have to give up something to make everything right again. Um, and oftentimes it's very emotional and very difficult and whatever. Um, the third act is unification. So this is often where there's a showdown between hero and villain or a dark force, whatever that may be. This is the climax of the story um, and often comes with a catharsis. Um, That always makes me think of in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone where Harry finally meets um, Quill Mm -hmm. in the basement. Not the basement. It's the fucking... Why can't I think of the name? I went basement and then I went chambers. The closet? No. The... The bathroom? Where... No. The... What's the word for them? It's the... Not the basement, but the other thing. Whatever. The cellar? No, not the cellar. You're close, though. What is it? God. The cell? No. God damn it. I'm just naming things. (laughs) Now I can't think of it. The storage room? (laughs) Oh my god, why, whatever. You don't get, you guys know what I'm talking about, okay? Um, and then there's a resurrection, a wrap-up, um, the hero becomes master of the two worlds, so the real world and whatever world that they've been in this entire time. Incorporation, which is like, basically, if they can't exist all at once, then they do. Um, and then they cross the fourth 
threshold, which is going back to their normal life, more or less, or whatever the freedom to live is in this situation. You can go back to the ordinary world, you can stay, you can have the choice to do either, or they die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I love talking about this shit. I think it's fucking fascinating. It is really interesting. Because there's, it? like, you, there's just so many stories you can put it against. Yeah, literally. So, I do have a list of, I'm just basically going to rattle them off, and if you can just, if you have any thoughts, you can jump in. Um, Star Wars is, like, the number one, like, modern example of the hero's journey, and it's kind of perfect. It's, like, kind of to a T, um, and there are so many, so many stories that are, like, basically spin-offs or inspirations of Star Wars that do the same thing. But Star Wars, and I don't know what the first one is called. I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. I'm going to out myself. I'm a little bit, right when you're like, you can chime in, I'm like, I've never seen Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's plenty on here that I've never seen, but I know well enough just by existing. Mm-hmm. You, know? <laughs> you know? And we did. In, I know well enough to agree. <laughs> yeah. In my Myth and Symbol class, we didn't watch Star Wars, but we watched, like, part of it as an example of one mm-hmm. of the one of the parts of the hero's journey i'm pretty sure it was when i don't know i don't remember it was like eight years ago um the matrix is one so i included that specifically because of the red pill and the blue pill is it blue red pill i think it is right it's not green i think it's blue one of them's red for sure (laughs) but the red pill and the blue pill the Barbie shoes and Barbie were an example and like an allusion to that mm-hmm. with the high heel and the Birkenstock. So I wanted to mention that too. Oftentimes the like whatever the spiritual guide or, you know, the mentor character is or factor is in the hero's journey will present the hero with like something similar to that. So I wanted to include that. The Wizard of Oz uh. is an example of the hero's journey. Um, oh, which is also in Barbie Law. <laughs> I know! And it's, like, funny how, like... And, I mean, when you think about it in the context of, like, this is, like, a repeated, you know, not trope, but, like, this is a repeated tool to tell stories. And, like, it makes so much sense to, like, our feeble little human minds mm-hmm. <laughs> that a lot of them will allude to each other. Like, that's just, you know... it's It kind of double, doubles down on how useful this is to tell stories. I don't know if any of that made sense. but It does. No, it makes, like, a lot of sense. Um, this is another one I've never seen, but I don't know if you have. We've never talked about it, so probably not. The Goonies. I've seen it when I was little, and I, like, don't remember it, and it wasn't my thing. So many people love it. Loved it. Yeah. I watched I had a friend. It was my friend of me. Oh. And she would, like, put it on, and I was like, this is lame. <laughs> you know um, what I always liked, though, was the Sandlot, but that's because the kids were cute. Oh my god, there's no way. So I never watched it when I was a kid. Kyle calls me Smalls because of the Sandlot. Yeah. Which is funny because we watched it together one time. I was kind of going to say, like, have you guys watched it? Because I know he calls you that. And And he fell asleep. So I don't even know how it started. I really don't. But it did. Um, And he's been on that kick for years. Ever. Yeah. Literally ever. Um, Chronicles of Narnia. Love Which it. apparently they're remaking as like Mine, a the witch series. The wardrobe. Yeah, I read that. It'd be kind of cool. I never liked the Chronicles of Narnia. It, I did. It's very funny. Well, I didn't read all of them. I mean, I read Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, you did. Okay. Well, I know they're the, they're classics. I was such a Harry Potter kid that like I didn't want anything else. <laughs> like, there was a period of time where I was like, I no more I fantasy. I was introduced into the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe before Harry Potter. Hmm. Actually, or maybe it was probably same time ish. Well, the books existed really before, but like I, I don't know. I was just never really into it. Also, the main kids. I face loved it because me. it get, it's giving teleportation. It's yeah, giving the, my imagination. It's wardrobe. like you just walk in and there's a lion. That's such a good point. Honestly, yeah, that's why I always liked it. Oh my god! I was like, this is what I've always imagined as a middle school. So, but the I, other I, ones, I, I the other ones, I didn't know what was happening. Well, yeah. I don't know why it's that one is like the most famous one. Probably but it's the first one. Is it the? I think it's not. Oh. I kind of want to say it's like the third one. I honestly don't know. I don't I'm know gonna enough. actually. I actually want to look it up because I am curious. 
keep talking though. Um, back to it. Lord of the Rings is a big example of the hero's journey. It's like kind of right there with Star Wars where it's like one of the best examples. Harry Potter, same deal. Um, Avatar, which I don't like, so won't be speaking about that. Um, pretty much any superhero movie you can possibly think of, but um, some examples are Iron Man, Superman, and Batman. Um, I didn't include Spider-Man, but Spider-Man was, like, one that I thought of the other day, and I was like, that's a really good example. All right, technically it is the first one, but there was kind of a first or one. Who, who wrote it again? C.S. Lewis. Okay. I always get C.S. Lewis and T.S. Eliot confused. Mm-hmm. C.S. Um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> this was never. <laughs> the way I'm, like, still, like, cool. I've seen <laughs> okay. that. And it is good. I've never it's ever just, heard of it. It's a huge stone. It has Keanu Reeves in it. Oh. Um, and it's a huge stoner movie. I watched it with Kyle and his dad like, like years ago at this point, and they were both stoned. And they were like, "This what is about the, best the hero's movie ever. journey for Blue Mountain State?" <laughs> well, you know what? Movie. Actually, not a bad example <laughs> if you think about it, because they're. I mean, like, I think the reason why this works so well is because it also includes a lot of conflict. <laughs> <laughs> that movie has a lot of conflict that in it. That movie is crazy. Um, who would be the hero? Would it be Alex I or would it be Thad? We should do a deep dive on that. Or would that. it be Mary Jo? <gasps> you know what we should do? I think that like you would think would it, it would be, be Sammy, but it's not because he's a creep. Oh my god, no. It's definitely not Sammy. Not in that movie. Um, that's what we should do next week I for our anniversary. I Mary Jo, technically. For sure. Well, that, spoiler I, alert, that dies. So... <laughs> Maybe he is but the hero. he fakes his death. Remember? Yeah, he ends up on the beach with mojitos. He fakes his death. Or is he dead? I love you guys. Go stream the Blue Mountain Today <laughs> movie. Honestly, like that. It's such an underrated classic. It's one of our favorites. Should we review that next week? For We've talked about I mean, I'm not against it. I think it. now's the time. We should watch it like this weekend or something and take I, notes. That's a good idea. Okay. Um, anyway, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Fight Club. It's like, wait, it's like the Barbie movie, Blue Mountain State. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I really well, love Well, I feel our... like our Barbie movie review is also very critical. This would just be funny. This is just like a deep this dive. This is just a good, it funny. So time. Yeah. Um, Fight Club, never seen it. Neither have I. Um, also a book. I would rather you know read the book. I feel like they don't, did they talk about Fight Club and Barbie? Because that's such a man movie. Do they? I think they might mention it in like the, so. That would have been funny. You know how. One of the Barbies wakes up and she's like, I feel like I'm stuck in the Scott, what's his face, whatever cut of whatever fucking movie it was. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't remember it. But well, we talked about it last week. Um, I think they did mention Fight Club in that scene or like at one point. Maybe not. Or no. No, you know what it is? The Fight Club illusion? It's um, in the montage of when Ken realizes what patriarchy is oh yeah Yeah. oh see i'm so i was gonna say because that is like i feel like such a universe like universally male every man is like so my favorite movie is here and i don't (laughs) unbox it it just stays in the wrapping isn't it funny how wow that was a very specific experience (laughs) it's happened a lot it's happened a lot it's like a weird thing um and i go cool keep in the wrapping isn't it funny that like a a movie that so many men like resonate with and love like the main image that i can conjure up is just a bar of soap <laughs> i find that funny mm-hmm. i love it but um anyway continuing on scott pilgrim versus the world that's a really good example because it's very it's yeah, another movie <laughs> you've never seen that oh my god oh it's good i watch a lot of movies it's like kind of problematic too. at this point but it has well, Michael Sarah a lot in of it. things are i know um, great point. Percy Jackson, like I said. Um, The Lion King, which Ooh. is really just a retelling of Hamlet. A great hero's journey. Yep. Almost all of Shakespeare's plays. Great example. Oh, well, you know, I do, I've, I've always liked Shakespeare. I'm oh, like, I oh, hate Shakespeare. I know. I've always liked it. Um. I love a tragedy. I love a tragic love story. Well, At least also, I did when I was younger, He also writes sure. comedies. <laughs> I know, I read one. We love a dark king <laughs> I, I did on it like really that was like my thing when i was there i really like that was my taste really just toxic love stories yeah mm, okay that tracks yeah to be honest anyway lion so, king 
I'm so glad my current <laughs> is the opposite. It's so not yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, you had to go through a lot of trials. You're on a hero's Hero journey. Train. Yeah. Um, Finding Nemo. Yes, that's a good one. A lot of Disney movies, like I said. Um, the Iliad and the Odyssey, obviously. That's like what basically, that's the one of the biggest examples. Mm-hmm. Um, I did write down Moana. Uh, the Princess Bride. Mm. Great example of the hero's journey, but like not like the grandpa telling the story to the kid. The actual story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Barbie. Halloween Town. Now we're at the, li- we're at the, the part. List. This is the part of the list where I came up yeah. with all of them. <laughs> Halloween Town's a good one. Because um, that's a physical different dimension. Oh my god, isn't it great that Halloween is coming? I saw a TikTok oh, that was like, the pumpkins are out in at Disney or fucking whatever. <sighs> Well, did you see my neighbor downstairs already has a, a mat out with a, a ghost that says boo? <laughs> I love it. I yeah. love those are my people. Those people. Yeah. Um, Beowulf. Did you ever read Beowulf? No. I actually really loved Beowulf. It's not by Shakespeare. Is no, it? No. I don't think it is. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. That's good. I had never read it. I don't really remember much about I don't know it. Is that about except it. for the fact that it was cool? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I wrote a paper on it somewhere in that big pile of shit behind you. Um, and that's pretty much all I have on the notes. So why don't we take a quick break? We can come back with some sort of like quiz or something. Okay. Some sort of fun. Yes. As a treat. <laughs> we love a quiz. All right. BRB. So Amy just asked a yeah. really good question. Off camera, we I said, I said is... We were talking about the Titanic, and I was like, "Is Titanic a hero's journey?" And Mike started to go into it. I literally stopped her, and I was like, "Wait, I'm gonna we're gonna start again because we should be recording." We gotta record. I was like, "Well, not really, because it's like historical." But then I just started. You, it's a good question to ask because I mean, like, in my mind, this can literally probably be applicable to almost any story mm-hmm. told. Um, if you're delusional like me and you kind of force everything, um, so I am. <laughs> But that's our audience. As soon as I started kind of thinking about it, like, I, she does literally and figuratively leave her ordinary world for... A different world. A different world. And she, and she pre- would have. She was prepared to get off that boat with Jack. Well, she still changes her name at I the know, end. I know, exactly. Leaves her family behind. And think about all the trials and tribulations. And who's her spiritual guide? Probably Molly, uh, Unbreakable Molly Brown. Unsinkable Molly Brown. They should have done, like, a sequel to Titanic. I think it's, like, too late now, but, like, because it's a fictional story, it would have been... James Cameron did an Avatar, too. (laughs) Like, what's stopping him? Yeah, I feel... Well, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like when Titanic came out, people didn't know that it wasn't true. Well, it wasn't... So that was, like, it's... It was almost like when, um... When uh, um, uh, Paranormal Activity came out, it kind of gave... In a scary way, but, like, it gave a vibe of, like, this could be true, because... Do you mean... The Titanic happened. No, the story of oh, Jack okay. and Rose. I was about to. I was this. I was like, this is going to turn into a different conversation. No, the story of Jack and Rose. Like this was a true story that happened on the Titanic. First of all, I it feel convinced like, me for the first fifteen yeah, years. Yeah, and then life. I feel like it took. A, and people were like, well, it kind of didn't. Well, there kind of could have been Pete. Co- it definitely could have. They were like, there was a couple on a boat, <laughs> you know, which is kind of not to compare. I mean. Name another podcast that compares paranormal activity and Titanic. Titanic. Well, like, it was kind of like, well, this is true. Well, there was a couple. Who said yeah. there was a ghost? Well, at I've one t- point. I've told you, right, about how when I first discovered YouTube when I was in fifth grade, I did stumble upon, like, a fan-made, I didn't know it was fan-made at the time, but, like, a trailer for Titanic 2. And I thought it was so real, and I told all my friends at school about it. I was like, guys, you won't even believe this is the best news I've ever received in my entire life. And then it was just, like, a bunch of clips from, like, the original Titanic and then, like, Austin Powers mm-hmm. when he's getting unfrozen. Like, cryogenically unfrozen. Oh, my God. And That's like funny. And, like, clips from other Leonardo DiCaprio movies that I hadn't seen. And I was like, it was so convincing to my 10-year-old brain. That's what happened to me when I've seen that High School Musical 4 trailer. <laughs> it's so convincing. <laughs> Do you think High School Musical is a hero's journey? I would argue yes. For who? Troy. I, I was going to say Sharpay. No. no. The world isn't ready for that conversation. But it kind of like... She's like the it's anti-hero not, journey. Not, but she gets better. And then she has her Sharpay fabulous adventure. Have you ever seen that? Yep. I have never seen it. 
I mean, I don't really remember it, but it was on once and I watched it. Classic me. I've seen multiple, like, video essays on YouTube about it, but I've never actually seen it. <laughs> like most of these movies. But, okay. We did find a quiz. I'm just going to read out these questions to you and you can answer and we'll figure out. Okay. What type of hero are you? <laughs> yeah, I hope I'm the head yeah. There's also a When Will I Die one advertised. <laughs> that sounds fun. I don't want to open that. It takes a turn. Yeah. <laughs> um, you and your friends are walking through the woods when there is a sound. <laughs> well, when will you die? <laughs> I didn't click when on there's it. there's a sound. You and your friends are walking through the woods when there is a sound of something crashing through the bushes. And here are your options. You gasp and get closer to the group. There's safety in numbers, after all. Interesting. You go check it out. You don't really want to meet it, but to impress your friends, you take a stick and go investigate. You ask one of your friends to go see what it is. I gasp and get closer to the group. Okay. But also I tell myself it's like a squirrel. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. I mean, what are we looking for? I'm never going to be the person to go Take a stick and poke. <laughs> yeah. It could be a legitimate I'm not really murder. here to impress people. <laughs> no. Okay, number two. You are hiking in the wilderness and are suddenly... <laughs> you're going to stop just walking around. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to LOL at this. You are hiking in the wilderness and are suddenly charged by a large tiger. Damn it. Here are your options. You fight it. To impress people. You pull out your gun and shoot it. Oh, damn. God damn it. Uh, you try to escape by climbing a tree because you are hesitant to shoot such a beautiful animal. I think tigers can climb They trees. definitely can. Um, cats can climb trees. If yeah. Cats can do it. Tigers can. Uh, you get to safety, then tease the tiger. <laughs> you freeze in shock and someone has to uh, come and save you i hate all of those yeah those are all bad options i never have a gun on me i don't know if i should even say that on the pod why don't come for me i don't know what if someone's like out to get me super pro guns (laughs) not even that they they just know um and I, it's dangerous out the, there. The tiger would climb the tree. I do think that I would try, like, I get, cli- hmm. hmm, I would go to safety. I wouldn't make fun of it, but I like to think I would get to Who safety. Would make fun of it? I don't know if anybody would come and save me. I think I no, would try to go to alone? safety. I would go to safety and have to make fun of it, <laughs> right? Teasing is optional. (laughs) (laughs) Bullying works. (laughs) So true. Yeah. Go away, tiger. Um, You are in a fantasy world, and a man in a black coat, coat, I said coat, but it says cloak, appears and offers you the secret of unlimited power. Here are your options. You say, no thanks. (laughs) You get out fast. Never trust a man in black. Oof. <laughs> you listen. Unlimited power? Sounds interesting. You destroy him before he can try anything. Or you go consult your mentor. I would listen. But that doesn't mean I'm taking it. That was First such a all, Scorpio answer. Well, because, like, I don't really want unlimited power, but I do want to know, like, what they're going to say. Yeah. <laughs> right? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, do I need to destroy them? Do they need to be destroyed? Who is the man? I don't know. He's wearing a black cloak, so... But does that mean Never that? trust a man yeah, in black. Apparently. Oh, men in black would actually be a really good example. Ooh, that's a fun one. I haven't seen that in a while. I haven't I do seen like that in those years. movies. I love Will Smith. Um, okay, this one's kind of long, so bear with me. It is a dark and stormy night. You come into the only <laughs> inn in town. A creepy, run-down place that looks like a place Dracula might like. After, after, because there's humans. I feel like his his standards are just like grocery stores or whatever. Oh my god! After the sly-looking innkeeper shows you to your room, you discover me in a sly-looking. He's just gonna like take five. It's the man. It's the cloak man. The cloak. The man in the cloak brings you to unlimited power but it's just an inn <laughs> and it's just a place dracula could be it's like you're the owner now know. <laughs> that's the power he offers you the deed to I'm an inn that dracula lives in like in. the middle of the woods where the tiger is did and we, it's on top of the roof <laughs> did we just write a story <laughs> you know what 
We did. Sounds like a good, honestly. I don't hate it. Copyright. It's our idea. Intellectual property. Okay. After the sly looking, wait, whoa, sly looking innkeeper shows you to your room. You discover a trap door under your bed. It leads to a dark tunnel. I just thought of another story, Coraline. Um, great example of the hero's journey. I've never seen that one. Yeah, I don't know why. I've just maybe I've just never seen hero's journey movies. Oh my god, we should do like a whole playlist. Apparently, yeah. Um, here are your options. Okay, that's it. You're out of there. You leave the inn and spend Wait, the night. Wait, where does it lead to? It leads to a dark tunnel. I don't know where else after okay. that. Um, you spend the night in the rain. That's option one. You go, find the innkeeper, and threaten him with torture until he tells you what's going on. <laughs> you are... I befriend the tiger. And bring him with me. I have this tiger I've been teasing. You don't want to fuck with me. I'm Jasmine in these stories. Oh my god. Um, you are intrigued and explore the tunnel. You put pillows under your blanket to make it look like you're still in bed. Hide in the closet with the door open a bit and watch the trap door. What are what are you gonna choose? I think I would leave because I'm a girl. And, like, there's just a door open to the room really, while I'm sleeping, Yeah, you, know? you really gotta weigh your options, honestly. Like, yeah. you know, when you're a girl. And you really gotta just choose the path of least, uh, I'm gonna get murdered. Yeah, if there's, like, an available door and someone's gonna come in from under the bed. Well, yeah, exactly. Don't look under the bed. Um, This is why we look under the bed, actually. This is why regular hotels put planks under beds <laughs> so no one can hide under there and there's I no would doors. go to a holiday inn first of all yeah for real a mysterious sage tells you that you are the chosen one here <laughs> here are your options <laughs> i hate when that happens <laughs> don't you um you are stunned and managed to choke out and oh wow <laughs> you say oh really well go choose someone else <laughs> demand what makes him say that Say, great, give me my mission and I'm on my way. Ask hesitantly what you were chosen for. I'd probably say, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> because that's just... The woman was too stunned to speak. <laughs> yeah. That's just how I respond to things. I love it. Okay. You wish for... Dot, dot, dot. Riches. Fun and adventure. A home and family. Keeping those you love safe from harm. Riches. I was about to say, is there an E all of the above? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can buy you guys safety. True. Okay. You are walking through a deserted, quiet hall when a sinister villain steps from the shadows. <laughs> that other one was like the least scary one. <laughs> Just like Literally. back to like, stop going into these hallways. <laughs> How did I get to this inn? You're in the woods. You're in an inn. You're in a hallway. (laughs) You hand him a book and say, hold this and scram. I love the word scram. We got to bring that back. We hand him a book. Say, hold this. And we run run away. away. (laughs) You pull out your weapon and attack him. There's that gun again. Um, You think, ooh, bad, very bad. About what? Or, <laughs> Just about him? Or, or you attempt to negotiate with him. What am I negotiating? Can you read that whole question again? <laughs> yes. Because I got really confused. Okay. You are walking through a deserted, quiet hall when a sinister villain steps from the shadows. Okay? You hand him a book, say, hold of this, and Is scram. this the first option to yes. choose from? Okay. I thought that was like still oh, a part of like, oh, the okay. question. No, here are your options. You hand him a book, and then scram. Um, you pull out your weapon and attack him. You think, ooh, bad, very bad. Or you attempt to negotiate with him. I probably think, oh, it's bad. (laughs) But do I have a book? (laughs) Maybe that's your weapon. Oh, you really got, you got Read. (laughs) That's probably, you know what, I'm going to go with the book. Oh, okay. All right. Perfect. That's like very Scooby Doo. I feel it's very like Scooby-Doo. that's like it's giving them running between the two different rooms mm-hmm. into two different rooms. You have 
you have just successfully disarmed your evil opponent and have him at your mercy. Here are your options. You spare him on the condition that he changes his ways. <laughs> I'm such a non-violent person. So all of these, I'm like, what do you mean I have to kill them with my weapon? <laughs> Option two, easy. You kill him. <laughs> Perfect. You are unsure what to do and give the decision to someone else. You spare him on the condition that he gives you the secret of his power. I don't feel like you should ever spare him. No. It's never a good idea. Authorities or death? <laughs> I guess I'm going to go with he has to die. Okay, you kill him. Well, they really make you kill somebody until you, <laughs> you know. This next question. Do you like to wear black? Yes or no? <laughs> They're really anti-wearing black. Um, I'm going to go with... I guess no, but like I don't have anything. Should I say yeah? Do you wear black? I can wear black, but do you? Should, I mean, <laughs> once a week, I wear a lot of colors. Okay, I'm gonna do. You no. know, I'm gonna say no. Um, favorite, or like, like a goth black. I wear black. Do shirt you today. like to wear black? I like to wear clothes. <laughs> I just like to wear sweatshirts. I'm sticking with no. I'm choosing for you. Okay, favorite of these animals. Lion, (laughs) witch, (laughs) no, I'm kidding. Lion, wolf, or fox? A lion. Obviously. And the next question is going to be like, so you meet this lion and you have to kill it. (laughs) This is a really wordy one, so you have to stay with me, okay? This is the question. You and your friend are trapped in a room fighting off a crowd of enemies. Suddenly, you both see a small opening in the wall. One of you can make it if the other stays and distracts the enemies. Your friend offers to sacrifice themselves to let you escape. Okay? Here are your options. You refuse to let them and order them to go save themselves. Well, they did tell you to leave them, so since they don't mind, you take their offer and escape. You're sorry about your friend, but at least you escaped. You are out the opening before he can even make the offer. (laughs) You try to think of a way to save him and you. I think I have to go with the last one. But if we're going into, like, discussion, I would go and then, like, get him out. Because Mm. if you're attacking people, you don't really have time to go back and forth. Or, like, think. You go. I'll It's like, (laughs) someone go. Someone go, you know? I know, yeah. That's a good point. Okay, so the last option, or like... Yeah, Okay. Uh, I'll save, we'll save, but that's because I'm leaving. Well, you know, you have your weapons, like a gun I do. and a book. <laughs> <laughs> and the tiger you roped into the situation. Okay, how would you attack the that evil... That should have been an option, of befriend the tiger <laughs> and on your journey. No because there's so many movies you. where I feel like that's a thing. Yeah, the jungle book. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Um, how would you attack the evil overlord? I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) You fearlessly match up with your, march up with your weapon drawn to challenge him to face you. You sneak up on him from behind with some sort of ranged weapon, hoping that you can get him before he notices you. Or you spring out at him suddenly from the shadows and an epic duel begins. I think I would attack somebody from behind. Okay. It sounds like the smarter decision, and I feel like all the other decisions are what men do for the action of it all. Mm. Yeah, because they want to fight. Yeah. They want to prove themselves. We got nothing to prove. No. You're dead. No. no. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyway. You're the evil overlord. I'm not, like, battling you. Yeah. You don't deserve to be battled. Um, which of these categories do you fit into the best? All right. Here are your options. Brave. Noble, kind, and protective. Dashing, fun, mischievous, a little sneaky. <laughs> Level-headed, experienced, cynical. I, I so those the, are three I think bunches. the first one. Brave, noble, kind, and protective. Well, I just, I feel like they're pertaining to battling the mm. swords. And I just don't feel like I am... <laughs> what were the other ones? Okay. The first option is brave, noble, kind, and protective. 
The second one is dashing, fun, mischievous, a little sneaky. Like, I'm that, but, like, not, like, in their <laughs> not context. Like under pressure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, like, fighting the evil overlord. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't be a little sneaky. You got, well, I guess you could, but, like, you can't be dashing. We're not a reindeer. Or maybe I could be dashing. Okay, we aren't our the third option is level-headed, experienced, and cynical. I'm not experienced. I don't have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, let's go with the first one. All right. The villain has captured her best friend and offers to make a trade. Me. <laughs> okay. Which is, you give him the magical artifact he needs to complete his evil plan, and he'll release your friend. I don't know what the evil plan is. I know, they need to get more specific. Yeah, like, what do I care, you know? Is it, like, you know, Kill all Holocaust? <laughs> like, that would be pretty bad. Yeah. You can spare me for the Holocaust. I won't be mad at you. <laughs> okay, good to know. Don't want that happening again. Um, you hand over the artifact, or you refuse. Your friend's life isn't worth the villain completing his evil plan. You're sorry, but the point stands. You break down in indecision. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that probably was all a guy. Be like, probably. You fly into a rage and try to destroy him. How dare he make a deal like that? I like to think I would try to destroy him. Okay. I would put in that. You know what I mean? What well, you don't negotiate with the devil, isn't that what the saying is? Yeah. Ish. I mean, like, I'm never gonna like if it's like me or like a catastrophic tragedy. Please feel free to. I know, but I could still, me. like, try to get rid of them. I guess. So, the last option? Yeah. Okay. Fly into a rage. <laughs> I'm not a pussy. <laughs> okay. Do you often bicker and fight with the people you love just to cover up how much you love them? <laughs> That's a little deep. <laughs> Why is it giving, like, call this number? <laughs> <laughs> this is how you die. <laughs> yes or no? That's just yes or no. No. Okay. I don't. I go, I love you so much. It hurts. (laughs) Most of the time with people. I know. All right. Which of these is your worst flaw? There are six options. Okay. My worst flop. (laughs) (laughs) What is your flop era? (laughs) Ambition. Pride. Carelessness. Cowardice. Cynicism. Or dishonesty. It's definitely carelessness because sometimes I could I could I just gonna not say that the be same bothered. Thing for myself. Yeah, <laughs> I am just like doesn't matter. All right, last one. I'm like we live on a rock in outer space. <laughs> Fucking absolutely true. Last one. Which of these superpowers would you want more? Super strength or invisibility? All I give you. Yeah. I guess invisibility. Can you or having a gun? The fuck am I lifting up? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right. Let's see. If you had super strength, you'd have to do things for people all the time. Yeah, like Hercules. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you got the unwilling hero. <laughs> Carelessness. You are the unwilling hero. The unwilling hero, if left to himself, would probably not be going adventuring at all. <laughs> he may need a little persuasion and motivation to go through with his his quest. Um, that's all they give so you. So I'm peer pressured so into doing it. <laughs> it looks like there's six options of, like, what you could get. So you're the unwilling hero. You got 93% out of all the six of them. That's really high. <laughs> that's the highest I've ever scored on well, this test. Well, so it's like a scale. So, like, you got 83% for the next one, so on and so forth. Um, there's the conflicted hero, the lovable rogue, the willing hero, the tragic hero or the anti-hero. Okay, I kind of like mine. <laughs> the unwilling. I feel like there's a lot of like you know, respect for unwilling heroes because they still end up doing it. You I know? feel like it's giving like you put others first. Yeah. Vibe. Yeah. But like you could have just gone home. Like don't forget. Yeah. Like I don't have to be here. <sighs> Crazy. I'm well, here to save you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm here to. That's so funny. That's a fun quiz. That was fun. I'm going to have to write down what website that was from. Yeah, we'll post that in our Instagram story. It's from gotoquiz.com, which I've never heard of. Um, but that's a funny it. one to have the boys do. I feel like they would like it. That would be fun. It's a very, like, oddly specific 
Lots of oddly specific questions and situations. I love oddly specific things. Okay, guys. Well, the that's all I got for you hero. for this uh, medium cannonball into the hero's <laughs> journey. I love how we just have all these different ways of saying a, a dive. Deep, deep, a deep dive. Um, maybe someday when I feel a, good a little one. bit more scholarly, we could talk about it more. Maybe in some more movie reviews that we do, I'll bring it up probably in the, like every single time, likely. Uh, but yeah, let love us know it. your thoughts. If you studied this, if you've never heard of it before and you have thoughts, let us know. You can email us at havingavodkapod at gmail.com. Email um, us. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. We did post a TikTok, guys, finally after Go like early it. months. Um, it's our vlog of going to see the Barbie movie, but it's a minute long. It's great, though. It's really fun. Good vibes. You know what I'm saying? Go it's throw funny. us a like and a follow um, at Having a Vodka on both. Um, and that's basically it. And we'll see you here next week. Um, yeah. Enjoy we love you the guys. rest of your vodka. Enjoy the rest of your vodka. Bye. Cheers. Mwah!